listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You want to capture those eagles while you can. And and this short-term kind of pressure cooker uh, situation that we're in that's driving up uh, salaries is not going to last forever. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, pharmacy owners. Dr. Lisa Faust here with Diversify RX, and I have an old-time friend. Um, he's much younger than me, so he's not old, but we've <laughs> known each other for a really long time. He's a great pharmacy owner in the beautiful state of Idaho. Uh, many years ago, I was uh, invited out to his pharmacy and some of his other family, and I the place in Idaho is just gorgeous. So if you ever need a trip and need to get away, highly recommend Idaho. But I have Mr. Luke Snell with me. Um, so Luke, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell people a little bit about your pharmacy, where you're at exactly. Sure. Yeah. So Haley, Idaho. Um, yeah, beautiful place. Lucky to be here. We've been here now for 10 years. In fact, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary of me owning the pharmacy. So super exciting. It lasted this long. Hope to have many more years. Um, uh, yeah, started 10 years ago. Um, it's been quite a ride the last couple of years, you know, I've been just a, a crazy ride with this whole pandemic thing. And um, yeah, yeah, long journey. It's been good. Yeah. Well, you're always doing really cool stuff in your pharmacy. I know many years ago, uh, you know, we were focused on compounding and you did some really great, great weight loss stuff for your community. And, you know, you're always looking for kind of that next best thing. And I think part of what makes your pharmacy awesome is you do have a really good staff. I remember where they were. And then, you know, recently you, that actually prompted you to reach out and ask me a question, a kind of about staff. We all know that there is no crazier time than right now with your staff trying to hire, trying to retain employees. I mean, it is literally the wild, wild west. There's no rules in any way, shape or form out there. And so you had kind of reached out to a question and it's a popular question. You're not the only pharmacy owner to kind of like, how do I deal with this? And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of summarize the question and you can add to it, but it was basically, hey, I need to hire somebody new. Um, the going rate for a new employee is much higher than any of my current employees. Like, what am I to do? <laughs> is that pretty much kind of the dilemma you were in? Yeah, yeah, that was the dilemma. I mean, we went from, I don't know, two months ago where I, and that was probably my fault. It was, I had a, I had a conversation with um, one of the, my business coaches and was just let them know, man, this is the best my team has ever been. Everything's wonderful. You know, like our team's just hitting on all cylinders. And then all of a sudden you get a, a two weeks notice here and, a, and then another two weeks notice and you're short on staff. And so I put an ad out in the paper. We still do that around here. Um, <laughs> putting out ad out in the paper. And typically I get at least a dozen responses for such things. And I had, I had three, I had two initially, and then finally a third one trickle in and each of them um, wanted more money, a lot significantly more money than I pay any of my current employees. And so, yeah, that's when I reached out to you just simply like, how do I, how can I, because these were actually pretty quality candidates. And so it's like, how do we, how do we, bring these people on board. Cause when you find a, an Eagle, um, you know, you want to, or what appears to be an Eagle, you know, you hate to pass up on it. And so I was just trying to get creative, trying to figure out that's when I reached out to you. 
and and um i thought your suggestion was right in line i guess i'll let you go go with what your suggestion was yeah well i'll, I'll kind of go from memory here because it's it's pretty much what i've recommended to most but you know you do you're absolutely right you want to capture those eagles while you can and and this short-term kind of pressure cooker uh, situation that we're in that's driving up uh, salaries is not going to last forever. And so what you don't want to do is back yourself into the corner where you hire people and you're like committed to paying a higher wage for forever more. And so my suggestion is, is hire them at a quote unquote regular rate, regular salary. You know, if your area, maybe that's 15 or $16 an hour for a technician, you know, whatever that going rate is, but then you can add in an hourly bonus that you can actually guarantee for a certain amount of time. So if those employees were looking like, Hey, I'm really looking for 22 or 20 bucks or something like that, instead of hiring them at 20. And then now you're kind of locked in because who knows where we're going to be 12 months from now, you know, the, the wages might go in the completely other direction. And so for this short term, you know, pandemic era craziness in the hiring market, my suggestion is, is you hire at the hourly rate that is your quote unquote typical rates. And then you can add in an hourly bonus that you can guarantee for three months, six months, a year, whatever that looks like in order to get that employee. Um, And same thing you can do with your current employees. You know, if you want to worry about retaining your current employees, instead of permanently bumping up their pay, you can keep them at their pay and then just add in a bonus that's an hourly rate. And I personally did this when we were hiring our latest pick at our pharmacy, right in the middle of the pandemic, right before they went crazy (laughs) with uh, hourly rates. But what we did is we hired a man at his hourly rate we gave him a $5 an hour bonus guaranteed for the first 12 months. So, you know, even if he didn't meet the performance metrics that we were putting out, you know, he was guaranteed that. And that actually allowed us to hire him and, and bring him on board. And so how, how did you kind of take that? What did you end up doing in your pharmacy that, you know, thinks that, you know, you might've figured this out for yourself? Yeah. So, so that really got my wheels spinning for one, you know, so it was like, okay, that that's for sure a solution of how we can kind of make this happen and and get through, as you mentioned, just this crazy, you know, it was just, it was just super interesting to have, because I've been reading about inflation and, and this job market is going up and then to have it hit you just head on. It was pretty, pretty interesting. So I felt like that was a reasonable solution. Ours, the situation turned, took a turn even for the better, you know, it's like, um, it turned into an interesting opportunity in that one of the candidates that applied for it was um, was way overqualified, like way, way, way overqualified. And it kind of led me down a direction that, or, or kind of in a fast forward direction of something I was wanting to do already, which is to hire a, an integrator, a business manager, a CEO, whatever you want to call it. And so this this temporary, like, okay, I can, I'm not ready to hire you as a manager right now. That, that wasn't in my forecast for like this moment, but that was for later in the year. And so like, it's like now, okay, I can hire you at this wage. That's the normal wage. I'll give this locked in bonus. And then by the time, you know, this 12 months is up, we'll be able to get going and and convert you into a true manager and that sort of thing. So it actually ended up being an amazing opportunity. And that, I think that's often the case in business, right? You get these these crazy, crazy circumstances that seems like it's just going to rock your world. But if you can, you can start navigating a little bit, try and keep your uh, mind open and look for those ideas. And, and, and there's typically opportunities to come out of that, I think. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I learned long ago from one of my first mentors that when a good employee walks in front of you, you don't let them keep on walking like you grab them. And so there was plenty of times in my pharmacy ownership career that I hired employees that I probably couldn't afford, probably shouldn't have, you know, from a financial perspective hired but man, when you see an eagle walk across, like you grab them and, you know, it's always like uh, you're always looking at it. Who's the weakest link? You know, who are you yeah. trying to replace what you're trying to do? And I, I kid you not, I've, I've have a hundred percent success rate when I've hired those amazing employees, they have always paid off because they raise the level of the rest of your staff. You get new, fresh blood in there. You get somebody with some new skills and a different perspective. And next thing you know, they're helping you increase your revenue in this area and they're decreasing the expenses over here and everybody's a little more efficient. And, you know, and it's like, it, it, it does have a way of working out. And that's where that sometimes that leap of faith, I think as entrepreneurs that we have um, really does come to pay off and they might be gambles, but they're kind of educated, you know, gut backed by experience gambles. So now you've got a technician that will maybe eventually turn into a manager. Um, did you look at any of your other employees pay or did you, are you needing to hire again or did you kind of change anything yeah. else? Yeah. So I, I think because of the uniqueness of this was going to be, ultimately this is going to be a manager position. I didn't feel like I needed to necessarily tweak everybody else. I felt like it was, I could just, cause that was part of it. I want, I didn't want to be unfair to my other employees, but Absolutely. I felt like given the, this person's, um, work history and what he brings to the table and what he's going to be converted into. I feel like um, we can actually kind of keep things going because I'm already um, bonusing, you know, putting together extra bonuses, you know, kind of COVID bonuses, if you will, for the, yep. for the other staff. It's not anything that's set in stone like this one, but um, there's already a lot of that going on that's bumping up their wage already. Yeah, no, you've, you've always had a really nice structure with your staff, which is, which is good. And I, you know, for pharmacy owners that don't have that, I think now is the time when you are getting some extra revenue from COVID to, to share that with your employees and, and really create that stronger bond with them now, because th that's going to dry up at some point. Like I was just talking to another pharmacy owner yesterday. I was like, are you ready for the cliff? Like nobody knows where that cliff is. We all want the cliff to come actually, actually quickly because we want to get over this pandemic, but eventually that revenue is going to dry up. And what are you doing, um, you know, now to prepare for that? Because um, you, there is no revenue stream in pharmacy that I'm aware of that you literally flip a switch and it just comes on. Like you have to be preparing now for the eventual, you know, something that's down the road. And so, and that does create a good staff. You need a good staff and you need to retain employees. You need to attract employees. So yeah, I think having a flexible bonus program or variable compensation, you know, whatever you want to call it that way, you're not locked in and cause you can change it. You know, if you want to make it $10 an hour right now, because you really need to, you know, hire somebody and you're in desperate need, you know, maybe in six months it's $5 and maybe, you know, next year it's $2, you know, that's, you can change the bonus without changing that, that underlying payroll. So, well, thank you, Luke. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. Thanks for your great question, because it certainly is something that a lot of pharmacy owners are dealing with. Um, any other little tidbits you want to share before we uh, let you go? Well, I have one little tidbit question for you. I'm curious to know, have you hit that 12 month point with the employee that you hired, that you hired at the $5 an hour bonus? No, um, he was hired in April. So we are on the nine get, month, the nine month there. mark or and so. What, and what's the plan at that point? Uh, the plan is to, to really make it more performance-based. Um, we're actually probably going to guarantee a portion of the bonus again, because now pay has gone 
through the roof than yeah. it was it was last April. Yeah. Um, and we're actually looking to hire some some an additional pharmacist as well. So it kind of depends, you know, what that is. But we'll probably remake them um, very similar. But it'll probably have another round of guaranteed, and it might actually go higher than the five dollars that we guaranteed last yeah. April because, uh, um, you know, it probably be, honestly it'll probably be closer to ten or twelve fifty probably. But um, we've actually started to put in some performance stuff. Um, in there. So at least they're getting used to that. It's tied um, to something. Yeah. yeah, at least it's tied to something. But we we will probably guarantee it for a little while until we um, get out of this mess. I don't know. <laughs> at some point we have to get out of it, but I don't know when it'll be. I keep thinking so too. And I, you know, you almost feel bad because it's not that like you want it to last forever because there's, that sounds bad, but yeah. God, what a, if, if there's opportunities that we would have never dreamed of right now. You, so. You've got to grab it. No, you've got to, I've always been the early adopter, you know, most revenue streams are only benefit the people who early adopt. And that's usually yeah. about 10% of people. And, you know, luckily this one has kind of lasted, like you said, it's a double-edged sword because we certainly don't want a pandemic to last just for the sake of it, but people can still jump on the bandwagon. Now people are still just starting to COVID test or just starting point of care testing and that kind of stuff. And so there's still opportunity, you know, obviously for at least the next six to nine months, we're probably still going to be there, but eventually it'll end. And eventually we'll all get back to normal, yeah. uh, whatever that new normal looks like. So, yes no well so yeah i'll probably be updating everybody on you know what that happens with the pharmacist because you know we are looking to hire additional and and what that kind of recontract you know even though it's not a contract you know kind of that renegotiation looks like so um we're all all in this together and so uh thank you so much for sharing your experience luke good luck with your future manager that's awesome to hear really exciting help you out with a little bit of uh extra family time hopefully so uh Thank you so much. And I can't wait until I get out to Idaho again sometimes. It really is just Come the most anytime. place, man. Anytime. All right. Thanks, All right. Lisa. Thank you so much, Luke. Bye-bye. Right. See ya. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a pharmacy badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.